You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Bill Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, we cover down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid conservative and just plain right. Well, welcome to Monday. It's a Monday all day long, y'all, 2.06 p.m. And luckily, Boomer's running the board. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm awesome. Good weekend. Beautiful day. I'm I'm here, ready to go. It was like a drab weekend, though, wasn't it? It was. It was. And, and Charlene and I, neither one of us were feeling good. I bet we spent most of the weekend like just laying around going, eh, you know, and the outside was like dreary and it was like, good Lord. Like, come on. So the sun's shining today and life's good. That's right. I'll take Monday over that kind of Saturday any day. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, we got a we got a great show for you. I got no callers on purpose because my content was just too thick. So that being said, let's hit the triple dipper. Go, buddy. The triple dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right, the Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. So, number one, right out the gate, y'all, they found more documents at Biden's Delaware. Boomer texted me this week and goes, have you seen this? (laughs) Yep, I just saw it. I mean, about the same time he did, I saw it. I was like, good Lord. So, yeah, they found another tranche of documents. So, number one of the Triple Dipper is called the Paper Chase but it's called the paper chase. Ask why. So I have, I am, I am beyond the, the notion that, oh, they just found some papers. That's embarrassing. No, 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 no. I think Biden's getting thrown under the bus. We're going to talk about this in, in, in more detail. But number one on the triple dipper, the paper chase. Ask why. All right. Number two, law and order. Did you see that Atlanta went kaboom over the weekend? Literally. Antifa in our neighboring state, immediately to our east. Atlanta, of all places, hot Atlanta. How many times have those of us who live here gone over to Atlanta for one thing or the other? I don't know if it's Six Flags or anything else for that matter. Atlanta, it's a place where we we identify with. It's home. It's a southern state. And Antifa decided to have themselves a night of rage. Well, first of all, kudos to the Atlanta police who weren't taking it. But secondly, it happened. And we're going to talk about that and a number of other things that are going on, all related to number two on the Triple Dipper Law and order. So yeah, we'll 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 cover down on that. And then lastly, so this morning I was doing you know my resourcing for the show, and it really struck me. I found multiple articles where it's almost like oh, okay, there's a new theme emerging. Like how dare we use the word woke? How dare we use the word woke? We can't co-op that word. It's, it's racist for us to co-op that word. It it's it's made up. It's not real. I got man. I tell you what. Here's the title of number three on the Triple Dipper. We know woke when we see it. Don't try and tell us it's not there. We know woke when we see it. You know what? Just just back off. Deal with it. We know woke when we see it. That's number three on the Triple Dipper. All right. Yeah, that's going to be some good content. Y'all are welcome to call in. The text lines are already open. Eight three three six eight seven four 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 eight. That's eight three three six eight right. But let me let me jump over to my comments. Because something else, <laughs> something else made me mad earlier today. 
I mean, first of all, have I mentioned that I enjoy coffee? I mean, I actually enjoy it. Uh, I believe I've been drinking coffee like literally most of my life. I can remember in elementary school, my mom waking us up on school days with what she called coffee milk, which was probably more milk than coffee. But I've generally drank it black in my adult years. I typically like it robust. And one day I'll have to tell the story about the best cup of coffee I ever had that was consumed during a combat operation in Baghdad. But I say all that to lead up to the fact that I saw a headline this morning from the New York Post that said that climate change activists are now of the belief that people need to drink less coffee in order to lessen the effects of coffee drinking on, you guessed it, climate change. Shut up. Apparently, Canadian researchers who have nothing better to do than to make the rest of the world miserable have determined that in general, the world needs to, quote, moderate its consumption of coffee as part of saving the planet. So of the four major ways of making coffee, that's, you know, like filter brewed, coffee pods, French press, and instant coffee, the research geniuses found that the instant coffee had the lowest carbon footprint of all. It also tastes the worst. Go figure. Let me start by saying that I enjoy coffee, and I'm pretty sure God created coffee, and I will not be at all surprised to get to heaven one day and find that coffee is commonly consumed inside the pearly gates. Just saying. But I will also add that it will be a cold day in hell with a very large hole in the ozone ozone before you can convince me to quit enjoying a good cup of hot coffee. So how about this for an answer to the Canadian activist researchers? No. Not just no, but no. Not going to happen. And I feel certain that I'm not alone in that sentiment. But have you ever noticed that when liberals feel the need to take up a cause, it generally means that we all have to face sudden and often irrational demands to change our behaviors? Think about it. Climate change, save the whales, acid rain, abortion, drag queen story hour, whatever. The list goes on and on of liberal efforts to recalibrate the world in their image. And it usually involves getting us out of their misery. We have to change something so they can do what they want to do. It ain't, it ain't the way it's supposed to be. In 2002, I had a direct confrontation with a screaming liberal in Afghanistan. My team operated remotely, lived among the Afghan people for the better part of a year. We ate their food, we wore their clothes, we drove old Toyota trucks, sometimes we rode horses, and as you might expect, we all grew beards. And having a beard was just part of the identification with the population. It was also pretty cool. I also had a picture of the resistance hero Ahmad Shah Massoud in the windshield of my old Russian U.S. Jeep. I was on a first-name basis with the local warlord, the provincial governor, and countless other local leaders. We broke non-bread in their houses, and as part of my mission, I was there to also help administer U.S. aid for reconstruction and the startup of the new government. It was pretty amazing. Maybe one day I'll write a book. But in the early days, there were plenty of those NGOs, those non-governmental aid organizations, trying to make their name in the former Taliban strongholds. So we would daily hear of U.N. trucks in the area or aid groups there to teach a millennia-old culture how to bake bread or build energy-efficient housing or something ridiculous. And some were fly-by-night hoping for a government contract, but some were traditional NGOs that always showed up and often carried their agendas with them everywhere they go. So imagine my surprise to go to a meeting at the provincial governor's headquarters and find other aid groups there who immediately took issue with my presence. Why? Because I was a U.S. soldier. And not just because I was a U.S. soldier, because I was a U.S. soldier who was getting more done than they were while wearing Afghan clothes and a beard. The worst of these extremely pious do-gooders was a French group called Médecins Sans Frontières, or Doctors Without Borders is their English name. I'm sure they've done some good somewhere. 
But on the first opportunity we had to coordinate, they made quite the stink that I needed to change into a uniform and shave my beard. You are putting us all in danger, they said. Well, people may think that, you know, we are you or you are us, they said. So I looked at the smug guy with the French accent and reminded him that he wouldn't even be in Afghanistan right now if the U.S. hadn't paved the way and he could take a flying leap for all I cared. Ah, it didn't go over very well. After which, he honed in on my beard. You should shave your beard, he directed. I stayed calm. I gave him one of those looks and just asked, what are you going to give up? What is this? What do you mean? He retorted with a confused look on his face. And I said, look, you sit here demanding I make changes. I want to know what changes you're going to make. Are you taking safety precautions? Are you going to shave your beard? Have you ever considered hiring armed guards? Because I'm not your issue. You're in Afghanistan. That's your issue. And I'm not shaving off my beard. Let's just say the meeting didn't last much longer, and I'm pretty sure I didn't see him anymore after that. But it illustrates my first point, that every time liberals want to make a cause come to life, you know, like making us stop drinking coffee to save the environment, well, they take up the mantle of some magical save-the-world drama, and their plan always seems to include things that everyone else must do to modify our behaviors to fit their flavor-of-the-month mission. Well, how about this? The next time the elite of the world fly their personal jets to gather in Davos at the World Economic Forum to tell us to lower our carbon footprints, I want to first hear them say they have switched away from such a large greenhouse gas-emitting cavalcade, and they will instead lead by example and just meet by Zoom and trade emails. Or how about this? The next time a Democrat governor like Gavin Newsom tells us that science dictates that we all close our businesses, socially isolate, and wear masks— I don't want to see him out at a $1,000 per plate dinner at a swanky back room of a highbrow restaurant, chumming it up with his friends and no mask on. Or how about this? When churches, when churches are told to sit quietly and not fuss about being closed by government action, I want to see liberals take an equal stand against their friends in Antifa and Black Lives Matter who openly riot in the streets without fear of recourse. I mean, it's not too much to ask, in my view, for liberals to realize that just as revival starts in the person, that perhaps their liberal do-gooder causes should also start with them before they demand that the whole world get on board and change vast layers of culture. Meanwhile, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to keep enjoying a cup of coffee. And maybe one day, maybe one day Charlene will let me grow my beard back. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Yeah, uh... I'm telling you, liberals, they literally look for things that we have to change so they can do what they want. They literally need to modify our behaviors, our eating habits, our, the manner in which we work, the things that we drive, whatever the case may be, so they can meet their agenda. And how many times have we seen them demand certain things of us, while at the same time, not reciprocating on their own? Dude tells me to shave my beard off. Go shave your own, dude, while I drink coffee. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. Having too much fun in the studio. I just yelled, what, at Boomer? I didn't realize my mic was hot. So if the world heard me yell, what, Boomer? Just... <laughs> that was what do you, funny. What do you do was, with that guy? I was sitting over here and going, oh, so close. And he couldn't tell what I was saying. It was We're almost at 110,000. Shut downloads. up, really? Yeah. So I, I was... thought we were like 107 over the Friday, weren't we? We were, I mean, we were like 100, yeah. 108 or something like last Friday, and now we're already up to 110. It's I just crazy. met with a guy Friday to talk about you know our, our, our business and what all we're doing. Because Right Side is a business, y'all. It's, it's a separate, a standalone business. We don't work for any one station. We're a syndicated show. Uh, right Side Media is the company. Anyway, all that to say, I met with a guy on Friday, boom, and I told him, hey, we're at 107,000 downloads. No, we're, we're now today we're at 100, almost 10. Oh, man, I'm talking like it'll hit probably before the end of show. Sweet. Yes. Isn't that cool? That I mean, is, that is crazy. Thanks, guys, for listening. I mean, how, I, that's just awesome. Um, that's just and by awesome. the way, we're still adding yours coming up here pretty soon. Coming up, uh, we got a week and a half. And Boomer we'll, and McQueen. That's right. Boomer and McQueen on the right Where did you right get life. that graphic? Where did you get that? That. that <laughs> so you got, and by the way, that was like epic cool. So they've got like a cartoon image of them doing the podcast. Where did you get that? I had somebody like just a caricature guy just you know uh draw it up for us just to <laughs> see that, what it would look like is, are you going to use that we'll, we'll use it we'll use it here and there probably it's, it's really funny it's it's actually it's hilarious <laughs> and uh, i know all the social media stuff and uh all that'll just be starting this week just to ramp everything up for next week okay so if y'all aren't tracking what we're talking about so uh as a part of right side uh, media which is you know the owner of right side radio as a part of the overall here uh we're adding to the fray so uh Boomer and his uh, sweet wife, which we call McQueen on the air, but Boomer and McQueen are doing their own podcast, and they'll be kicking that up. Uh, it's, it's already it's already kicked up. You guys have already gotten several in the hopper, but, uh, but right. I know you, you're, you're getting geared to actually launch on February 1. That's right. Wednesday, because obviously Wednesday we want it to be a great day, not just, well, oh, it's well, it's camel week. Day. It's camel day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, good. Hey, and by the way, uh, Boomer, just so you know, uh, Charlene just texted in about my monologue and she said, good one and nope, which means I'm not growing. <laughs> no she no said, more beard. Yeah. So, so the, the, the freaking liberal from Medicine Sans Frontier uh, can scream and I won't shave my beard off. But Charlene says, no beard. I got no beard. No beard. That's K. <laughs> Fine. I'm not a kept man. I'm a grown, I'm grown man. I can do what I want to do in my house. Except grow a beard. <laughs> Except grow beard. <laughs> yeah, gum it. Oh, all right. Uh, we got we got plenty of texts about that too. Um, uh, Michael from Madison, and, he, and and by the way, I may have been a little chippy when I replied to him. I hope he wasn't. Uh, anyway, Michael from Madison texted in because forget coffee. If they want to actually change something for the better and something to focus on, then draw attention to avocados, which I, just seems so random to me. He said it's a major cash crop, and the amount of money it takes to grow avocados, it's so insane. Third world countries put so much of their water into it while their citizens die from lack of water. I am not familiar with this, but I responded with, save the guacamole. Um, <laughs> but maybe this is legit. I mean, I'm, I'm not aware of avocados being a drain on the resources of these countries, but that's, that's news to me. Uh, Mark from Red Bay says, I usually drink one cup of coffee a day. I think I'll start drinking two now. <laughs> I'm generally a three-cup man, I'll be honest with you. Three cups, like for in the a day. day? In a day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I have my first cup somewhere around 4.30 or 5 in the morning. I have my next cup when I get down here to the office somewhere around 8.45-ish. Um, and then I have my 
third cup of coffee as the show starts, and I'm sitting here with it in my hands That's, as yes. we speak, in my right side coffee mug. In the right side coffee mug. Um, yeah, so so all that. Uh, Allie from Athens, she said, uh, uh, I think we need to start the Pearly Gates Coffee Co-op so we can fund Save the Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Speaking of which, I believe we're going to have uh, one of our local legislators, uh, State Senator Tom Butler, and I have been communicating. Uh, he should be on the show tomorrow at four uh, talking about Save the Rocket. Um, hey, by the way, the interview we did with uh, Representative Mac Butler Friday here in studio, you may recall we talked about Save the Rocket because Representative Mac Butler was the sponsor of the Monument Preservation Act of 2017. I was there to support it and vote on it. But my friend Mac Butler, who serves in the state house, uh, it was his bill. He and Senator Gerald Dow were the two sponsors. Uh, Gerald uh, Allen were the two uh, sponsors. So um, anyway, uh, Butler was here. Mac Butler was here in studio Friday. He said he believes that rocket should indeed actually be protected under the Monument Preservation Act. 1819 took his interview and ran a story on it today uh, on 1819 News. And... Um, and then we're going to see whether Senator Butler agrees or what he thinks about it that's in his district. I believe District 2, which is what he serves in the state Senate, uh, I think the rocket falls in his district. Um, so we'll, we'll see. And if nothing else, I think he also has a Space and Rocket Center in his district. Mm. Um, Tony from Piedmont talking about coffee. He says the MRE Espresso Gulp. Indeed. So MREs. <laughs> Tony's a military guy. So MREs, I can tell you too, Tony, if you've ever been to the field and you were running short on energy, you probably did this. You take the instant coffee pack out of your MRE and put a pinch between your cheek and gums like you would uh, just a, like a little pinch of dip and, um, and, and just let that caffeine absorb directly into your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Ranger, Rangers got to have tricks. Yes. Um, what else have I got in here? Uh, T-shirts for everyone, says Leanne from Huntsville. <laughs> um, says... Uh, but instead of the rocket, uh, what's she saying? <laughs> oh, there's a picture there. Instead of the rocket, it has a giant Bucky. Oh, <laughs> giant Bucky. No, we don't want a giant Bucky. We want a freaking rocket. I want a rocket. Uh, Daniel from Tullahoma says coffee is liquid personality for some. I agree. It's the elixir of life. It's the nectar of the gods. It is, it is, it is part of what drives my day. It is, it is what makes a day good. Well, okay. Maybe I'm overdoing it, but I like coffee. How about that? All right, folks, we're coming right back. We're jumping right into number one of the Triple Dipper, the paper chase. Ask why. Ask yourself, hey, why is all this happening to Biden right now? What the heck? I mean, what did somebody lift the hand of protection from this guy? I mean, I look at it and go, okay, Hillary Clinton could do no wrong, despite the fact that she did far worse. And now Biden, like MSNBC, is even wearing him out. We'll talk about it. The paper chase. Ask why. We'll be right back.